0: Hi everyone, Larry Anderson here, hope you're well. Um, I was really excited to go and meet the Woodville Band who are headlining the Music and Arts Night taking place at St Matthias Church, Ditchling Road, Five Ways, Brighton on Saturday the 26th of June, 2021. Uh, Despite things not opening up as we expected on the 21st, the event will still be taking place, socially distant and with all the relevant protocols in place, by the by, the event's taking place and we are looking forward to seeing them perform but I went to also not just see the rehearsal but also interview Charlie and Louis who are the core members of that band. Hope you enjoy. Bye. So, here we are with Woodville and um, I'm sat here in the lovely Sussex countryside. Can you hear it? And um, I'm here talking to... Louis and Charlie, and uh, we're looking forward to the Music and Arts event for the Brighton Fringe on Saturday the 26th of June.
1: Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah,
0: coming up. And so uh, I thought it would be a really great idea to get to know you, and uh, for our listeners and viewers to get to know you as we lead up to that uh, fantastic event at St. McFarland's Church, Five Ways, Ditchling Road, Brighton. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I hope you guys are well. Are you guys doing well? Yeah. How did rehearsal go?
2: It was great. I really enjoyed it because we have just got you know playing with music, real live music, games, real musicians, all happening in real time. Nothing on, of course, on Zoom. So it's just enjoyable to soak up the, the creativity of it all. Yeah, wow. it's, it's
1: really special actually. It's just so lovely. You can't beat playing with other people. Yeah, and yeah. We've That's got an awesome. amazing drummer and bass player, and fantastic keyboardists joining us on the night. So it's going to be great.
0: Tell us, who are Woodville?
1: <laughs> well, we are the core, we are the core of the wood. <laughs> and then, um, so Louie and I are the songwriters. Uh, he is a um, guitarist, I'm a singer-songwriter and the lead vocalist. And then we've got um, a group of amazing musicians who we get in, depending on what gig it is. Sometimes we just do it with two of us, sometimes we do it full bands, sometimes we do it with like, the horn section. Depending what the gig is. One section. Yeah. Monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to my roots. I used to play saxophone. Okay. Back in the day. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So, so, what was the for? What was the idea behind forming the band? And um, you know, what what, what was the or what's the kind of vision for the band?
1: Well, I think we were uh, both musicians in, in our own right, Louis, Louis was very much into sort of jazz uh, scene. I was sort of uh, a singer-songwriter and then when we uh, sort of uh, got together, we started to write songs together and it just sort of evolved really. We, I, just, I mean, well, he's a much better guitarist than me for starters, so, you know, <laughs> stronger <Just laughs> together. And then uh, the songwriting, yeah, just really enjoy working with Louie and we just, uh, yeah, it's really fun actually because you can bounce ideas off each other.
0: And so, and so so want to dig a bit more into the story of the band and you know why and how and where and just kind of like the, the origin really we spent them. a lot
2: of time in New Zealand so we were out living in New Zealand for three years okay and you oh. know in the wilds of that incredible landscape um you know you start to get these inspired moments so and that and sort of starts playing itself in your influences and what you're trying to so it's always like a vision that we want there's a certain sound we're trying to create you know we're both really into music and different musicians so it's real musicians music as it were like yeah. you're saying earlier you know can really appreciate the different levels that we're trying to bring through and the different influences so we're just trying to create our own sound but from this whole web of different you know breadth of sounds from classical to jazz to funk to soul to you know, so it's, it's almost difficult to put a category. What music? we're trying to make, but we're trying to make something that musicians and other people would appreciate and enjoy. It's about the enjoyment. We enjoy making music. We enjoy listening to music, and we enjoy creating a new sound. So, um, I don't
0: know who, who was it that mm. said, "There's only two types of music: good music and bad music." <laughs> and was it Newcastle or was it Quincy Jones? I can't remember. Um, but uh, and so. So you, you talked about a lot of different genres there and mm. uh, your kind of genre bending mm. who are your influences who do you listen to on repeat if i call up spotify now and say <laughs> can i have <just> a stats <laughs> for louie and charlie what would they say
1: i think i'm more old school to be honest um in terms of singers i really like people like I, i've started off like if you like tracy Chapman, Alanis morissette katie tunstall that kind of Girl rock kind of thing, but my influences have been very much like funk. I've been playing in funk bands like Brandy Heavies, that kind of thing. You really love Coldplay as well as jazz, don't you? And I think a lot of influences come through that as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it might goes actually all the way back to acoustic French gypsy jazz, so like from the 1930s. So that's my roots. Is actually this sort of very one microphone, four musicians recording around one microphone idea. Yeah. To um, you know, almost yeah, you know these big popular artists like uh, Jamie Cullen, and you know so from from like this old very small to the very modern, but um, and obviously then I've got a very much of a funk jazz acid jazz type background which you can almost hear. the undercurrent of each track so yeah,
1: we're basically gonna undercurrent of funk, funk to go yeah
2: <laughs> that, that's a good album or yeah. record shop on something. undercurrent of yeah. funk tones. it's amazing yeah. actually
0: I, I pulled out um New Heavy's record the other day because I, I I played vinyl and um it's amazing it's pretty timeless. Mm. I mean it's it's of its time but really really timeless you know um and um so so what what are the main challenges that you um have had to overcome in the band and its development, its evolution. What's the? Well,
1: I think the main thing is I don't think anyone realizes, but we're actually married as well. Okay. <laughs> and we've got two small boys, so I think Who the thing is... <laughs> 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 So I think double-edged sword. I think it's great that we can rehearse whenever we want and things like that. But it is like the family life as well. You've got some of that in the mix as well. Yeah, so um, it's
0: a bit like if I was still playing cricket or something, I'd be away the whole time. You know, apart from playing football, so it it, it takes up a lot of time. Yeah, it uh, does. You can do it, it in does. The house, you know, uh, which is great.
1: I mean, um, the uh, boys are great because they're they're both quite musical, and uh, our youngest son just joins us on drums. So you know, we're, we're growing the band in house as well. So literally, it's always <laughs> a good way.
0: Yeah, um, and um, and so so you mentioned New Zealand earlier. Um, was it three years you spent there? yeah it's been
2: three yeah,
0: yeah it sounds absolutely beautiful all i all i know is just a photograph you know that mm, my mum it. was lording it over <laughs> us from her cruise down under and um we went to australia but she went to an australia and new zealand but why brighton sussex i mean you can hear the birds in the background it's a fantastic <laughs> beautiful day but why brighton slash sussex
1: um i moved to brighton i was in london originally and my accommodation ended on came to, to Brighton when my brother was studying, came to crash at his and I never left. Well I left his place but I never left Brighton. Um, just loved it, loved the vibe, loved the music scene, just loved everything about it by the sea. It just had an amazing feel to it and uh, yeah, I it, it just fell in love with Brighton basically. So been been down here about 20 years now so it, it's definitely home. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I Brighton. think the, the amazing thing about it is is that it's so cosmopolitan, isn't it, already? And there's so many different artistic things going on from, you know, video editors to film producers to musicians to street performers. And obviously, with the festival, it's all coming out through all the different open houses and, yeah, you know, and, and the buskers on the street just with the acoustic guitar and then people walking by enjoying and joining in, jamming. You know, there's this real openness to uh people just enjoying enjoying life and trying to you know have that human contact as well so uh yes it's a, a real because i was brought up in eastbourne which is a slightly slower pace so then when oh, i love
1: eastbourne
2: so clean. <laughs> everything's, clean. <laughs> everything's clean it's a slower pace of life <laughs> slower, shall we maybe say. I'm and confused, sort of yeah. came over one night and gate crashed a party that charlie was at with some friends and And then I was driving here every single night, night after night, you know, (laughs) going to different clubs and different bars and the Brighton Jazz Club, which is still going at the Verdict and all these other places, all these other small venues that, that's the thing with Brighton, there's so many small venues. Yeah, But they're, you know, some incredible acts have started at these small venues and now they're... Absolutely. You know, one of them. She was down at the Brighton Comedia one night. No way. One week later, she's on... um, Wow.
1: Jules Holland. Holland. <laughs> wow, and then
2: she broke Jules Holland, and now she's a. Uh, it's funny how like Jules Star. Holland
0: is that. Um, yeah. that stepping stone, isn't it? It's just a yeah, yeah, yeah. benchmark.
2: Because um, have you ever been to the jazz rooms in Ship Street?
0: Yeah. It's run by mm-hmm. Russ Duery. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Russ Dube first bought over Terry Callier, and um, have a look at the album "What Color Is Love." It's absolutely, it's acoustic soul, and it's absolutely beautiful. Nice. Um, so you're talking about you, you talked about making a connection with people. What is it that you've missed about being in lockdown, not being able to perform? How do you now appreciate that connection with people and live music much more now, I would imagine, than before?
1: Well, it, in one way, lockdown was good for songwriting. I mean, I, we managed to. Write at least like four or five songs and had seeds for other ideas, so it was a real fruitful time in, in the sense that we were still making music but sort of buried away in here. But um, it was a, a really good time. But the, the, the performer in us just loves you know, we, we just love doing our thing. We love you know, you can't stop me singing really. Um, and it's just something about having a connection with the audience when you're performing, you can't beat that buzz. So, uh, what's, what's, what's
0: the best ever kind of audience um, reaction or story that you've got because it is kind of a magical thing to have that connection and I think that's what creativity is all about in my opinion what, what's been the best sort of reaction you had to either it could, could be a small thing it could be a big thing to your music and um, all your performances
2: well mine's always the compliment you're never looking for you know because you just you perform you play yeah and you can ask them how did that sound and they go oh it sounds okay but when someone says to me oh that that riff you played there that really stood out or that little that loop that melody i've been whistling that for the last week it's those little small moments it's not like this big oh we need a bigger pause it's someone saying oh that actually that those lyrics in that song they really spoke to us have actually got mm. me started thinking now they've inspired me to create and write my own stuff or become a acoustic guitarist themselves so it's just those little seeds i think that are key moments makes it all worthwhile that's right. it um,
0: and, and so so I'm looking forward to the music and last night yeah. yeah it's gonna be great and it, I think it's only just dawned on me that actually yeah it, it's live music Woo-hoo. I haven't <laughs> experienced that for some time I'm trying to think of the last people I saw live It might maybe it have down the road actually at the um, festival um, at Glind What's it called um love supreme love supreme, supreme. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah yeah superb um and what, what's great about love supreme is also bumping into people that you know as well from brighton which is brilliant um what's your what, what so having the massive effect that um COVID has had on the arts and creativity and, and events especially live events how do you think what lessons do you think can be learned from that and how do you think Creatives um will progress out of COVID and um start to um capitalise on newfound freedoms.
1: Oh That's, deep a, question, that's so. quite a deep, deep. question. So I, we went, we were quite I, I that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a time of reset, isn't it? A lot of people are just trying to work out what what you can and can't do um Creativity will always be, you know. People always want to go and see things, will not they? So mm. it's like it's just a real. I think everyone's all a bit cautious. What's going to happen? But the arts and live music and performance, it's just. It, I think people have been just almost deprived of it for so long that people are just desperate to, for things to get a little bit more back to normal, aren't they?
2: Interesting. Uh, yeah, we, we bumped across someone as we were jamming around a, a, a camping of the night round a fire of the night. It's not a problem. You know, mars- burning marshmallows, <laughs> and then we said, We told them about this gig, and they said, We really want to come. We haven't seen in live music for you know 15 months. And they said, Almost, we were saying we we're going to feel really rusty playing, not perform. You know, we're normally performing every few weeks, whatever. We haven't perform for you know over a year. And they said, Don't worry about it, just get up there, do your thing, and you know, everyone's going to be uh, <laughs> like, going, Oh, just live music, give me live yeah, music. Yeah, just they're just yeah. pining for it, just absolutely desperate for anything that would give them you know. That lifting their soul basically because yeah. they've just been dry been with, 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 with a long period of not not being exposed to creativity. So I think mm. I think there's a, a thirst out there. Can't in wait. The public. Can't wait. And, and um, um,
0: so when we think about the um, the music and arts night and the child is kind of like your brainchild, your
1: yeah, your third, your third baby. Yeah, I just really wanted to do that, and I've got so many artist friends, so I'm so delighted to be working with Natasha Kissel, Mm -hmm. and Joshua Yudegara, and uh, Kathy Anderson, Mm -hmm. and uh, Rachel McCulloch. So we've got four amazing artists who are going to be displaying their work. So the theme is light in the darkness, so it's really a night of celebration and we've got loads of new songs we've been working on, so this is a nice chance for us to showcase some of the new songs we've been working on over this lockdown period. Yeah, tell us about,
0: tell about, tell us about the album, what, what's it all yeah. about, what,
1: what is there a so, theme or a name or...? A well, the album that we've been North working party. on for quite a few years <laughs> uh, in Drips and drabs is called Standing Phase. We've, um, we were in the studio um, just a couple of weeks ago, just sort of doing pre-production, Working on the arrangements, and we're really excited about it actually. So this will be a real nice taste of um, giving our songs an airing. So we're really looking forward to that.
2: And we've got this, you know, incredible pianist joining us as a special guest, Mark Edwards, who's just an amazing composer, arranger. Wow. Um, you know, he's just been to yeah. touring with uh, Katie Melia. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. he's he's you know he's, he's top of his game. And if you again, Brighton and Sussex is a small community. If you ask anybody who they're most you know, admirational pianist is, it's this man Mark Edwards. Really? you know, playing at Jazz Six Hundred Six Club in London, and wow. he just really is an incredible musician. And you could just listen to him the whole night. He could actually, yes, yeah, so do we, a solo we're, we're delighted <laughs> to be playing yeah. with him. So that, you know, yeah, he's yeah. just going to lift up our sound, which we're working on to another level, just in being in his presence. So, so how did how yeah, did, did you him, um, convince him? <coughs> to be a um,
1: collaborator. I used to work with him in the ah, studio, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, many years ago, and just always take friends, and yeah, did did little tours with him and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's not what you know, it's who you know. There you go. Well, what <laughs> you know also is as well, <laughs> you know. um, And so, who else is in the band? So we've got. Uh, so we've got. Um,
1: we've got Josh Gale, who is from Single Ruin. He is an amazing uh, drummer. He's also got his own stuff out. He's just got single out. I think of of this week he's got a new single out so he's a great guy I'm just so delighted that he's he's involved and uh, mike comba who's an amazing uh bass player he also does double double bass he's really into you you know him from way back from yeah the so we've
2: got a long years. history because we go back to this 1930s gypsy jazz ah. French group so we were just talking about how you know 15 20 years ago we were, at, we we're at this wonderful French jazz festival and and so it's nice to sort of bring him back into the group in a completely different style, with the, mm. playing a different instrument, and yeah. and uh, you know, there's been a quite a long time gap since we sort of drifted apart. So it's great to have him sort of back back in the group.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, that that whole um, French gypsy jazz thing, I have, I've experienced the most incredible buskers doing it on mm. the tube in London. In the street in Bristol, I mean, the standard so high, it's incredible, you know. Um, so, uh, but good music is good, good music, right? You <laughs> know. Um, so, uh, so it's fantastic. Yeah, thanks for your thanks for your time. And um, any other any other parting thoughts or uh, anything to talk about the the fringe, the festival, album, the band.
1: I think just um, come along. Come along and have a night nice celebration. I think it's just lovely that I'm, we've got art and music together and a license bar and we've got these amazing pancake guys yeah. who are going to rock up with their food truck. So it's going to be, it's got everything, ticks all the boxes. So uh, yeah, come along and have an amazing night basically.
2: Fantastic. Come and support that. the uh, Brighton Festival in the summer in June.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Uh, and how many foot pedals are you going to
2: bring? Uh, guitar pedals. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get a new guitar pedal every week. So, <laughs> so honestly, bit, have... Amazon is like think... having babies. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Woodville,
0: uh, Charlie, and Louis. Appreciate your time, and um, thank you. We shall you. Um, catch
1: up very soon. Thanks, Thanks Larry. No worries.